I am Camille Johnson, and this is Finding the Floor. Stories and reflections of midlife motherhood, family, and finding meaning in it all. Join me as I share a little piece of my life and figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Hi friends, welcome to Finding the Floor. This is episode 53, Mom Fail or Mom Rescue, You Decide. (laughs) Actually, you don't have to decide. I'm just calling it that. Because I was reminded of two stories. And since I haven't done an episode, just kind of sharing a couple stories of way back when, I thought I would do that today. And first of all, you guys, we have just eight days, like school days left, and we're done. We're done the Thursday before Memorial Day. Is anyone else done that early? It's so awesome. But the one thing that's not awesome about it is the pool doesn't open for a couple weeks, which this year it's going to be open, which is another awesome and fabulous thing. But anyway, I love living at the pool in the summer. And since we also live by Lake Erie, we have gotten some paddle boards and kayaks for the summer, which I am super looking forward to. Woohoo! Come on, summer. And just this year, this crazy school year, online, hybrid, offline, not offline, (laughs) full day. Oh, I'm kind of excited and praying that all my kids pass (laughs) I think I mentioned a couple weeks ago how my son Simeon said to one of our neighbors like so are you a senior gonna be a junior next year and he was like well or not a senior sorry are you a sophomore going on to be a junior next year and he's like well I'm a sophomore and I may be a sophomore again (laughs) going to be a sophomore oh hopefully not he he was just showing me his grades and they're looking good. So, which also means he can play soccer in the fall. Oh, the struggle is real. Okay, so I'm going to share these two stories. And the first one I was reminded of as I was chatting with my daughter Izzy um, she got to call an extra time last week because it was our my son's birthday. And anyway, she was reminded of the story. It was like one of her first kind of memories because <laughs> she was three, I believe, at the time. So it happened in, let's see if she's three, 2005. and um, it was December 
And it was this beautiful day in December, kind of like just mild and I don't know, 50 or 60 degrees. It was like right before Christmas. So I just had Luke and Izzy and I was expecting my son, Simeon. I think I was maybe five months pregnant. And we decided to meet at the zoo. And Cleveland has this fabulous zoo. And we were meeting one of my son's friends from pre-K. And then I also had my niece with me who was a baby. So we were watching her. And um, I remember I didn't have a van yet. I just had my little... Honda Civic, which I love that car. And, you know, piling all the three kids in the back with the car seats and all that. So I just remember we had to meet Luke's friend at the zoo because I couldn't like pick him up. <laughs> um. Anyway, so the zoo has like this rainforest part, which, you know, we weren't planning on it being nice and that's all indoors. So it's really nice for the winter. And so we were planning on going there and then, which is what we started with and we did, and you can get through it pretty quickly, you know, like an hour, hour and a half, depending on if you stop and take a snack there or whatever. And then we decided since it was so nice, we just try to go to the main part of the zoo, the outdoor part, and just do that for like an hour. So we headed over there and I noticed this tram that was going to head over to one of the areas. We wanted to go see the polar bears and the tigers. And I don't even think, I'm not sure if the zoo has polar bears anymore, but we did it this time and we were going to go check out that area of the zoo and they have a little tram to take you to the some different areas that are a little further away. So I have four kids with me and I'm expecting Simeon and I have the three kids um, hop on the tram and we're kind of in the back so they they both hop on and I'm getting ready to you know get my niece out of the stroller and we just had an umbrella stroller and I was about ready to get her out and the tram starts to go so we're like screaming and we're way in the back there's like two different tiers of seating so it's not like way in the back and the driver's just up there so we're like way in the back on the second tier of the train or tram thingy and so we're yelling asking them to stop and there was this nice group like a dad and he had a couple older kids and they're yelling trying to get the tram to stop and it's not stopping. <laughs> and so I just start running after the tram and I put 
my niece back in the umbrella stroller and I'm running after this tram and my poor kids <laughs> and it was so cute because Izzy was she's like mom I just remember seeing you like there goes my mom <laughs> and there my kids and the, what was worse there was like a friend that I was responsible for right this friend <laughs> and that we didn't really know super well like Luke and this friend had gotten to be really close in school but I didn't know the families very well so this was like one of our first opportunities to kind of get together outside of school and anyway so I'm kind of running as fast as I can five months pregnant with the umbrella stroller which is not the fastest stroller vehicle <laughs> so I'm running and at one point you know I'm trying to keep up I'm a little bit behind and I'm like well I'll just keep running until they get to where they're supposed to go and it was really cute because the guy who was sitting in front was like tr still trying to yell at the driver like stop you need to stop <laughs> so I'm running and so at one point the tram takes like a left up this hill and I knew of a shortcut because I knew where they were going to end up and I knew that you could go straight and kind of take the shortcut. I don't know if it's like literally a shortcut, but so I then start running this other way. So then my kids are like taking the tram, going up, and then they see me like go this other way. And they're like, where is mom going? So I run along this other path and... You know, it's December and it had snowed, but it was nice. So there was like snow and I'm like sort of trying to pick up the umbrella stroller and run. And then I noticed there was like a gate that was sort of like saying you couldn't go this way. And I was already super far. So I like go around the gate I have to maneuver through some more snow with the stroller. And then I like run as fast as I can up this hill and around the corner and I'm running just like I'm almost there just as the tram stops <laughs> and the I was like oh my gosh you guys everybody okay and they're just like their eyes are just like bulging and they were fine and the guy the dad with his couple kids he's like wow are you like superwoman or something and I was like I'm just <laughs> a mom who was like freaking out that her children were like leaving on this tram I mean luckily it wasn't like going to a new location in town right like it was just we're staying within the zoo but man, that was traumatizing for me, especially. And what was so funny is that I don't think after that, whenever I had a stroller, I would not take the tram. So I only have two kids at this point, And 
So from then on, and we love going to the zoo, but <laughs> if I had a stroller, which was pretty much for the next 10 years, <laughs> we would just walk the distance. Yeah, I, you know, I'm good. I don't want to take the tram. I don't want to risk losing people or having to run my face off <laughs> to try to catch up. So I'm good. And it was only after I didn't start bringing a stroller, which was within the last five or six years when we went to the zoo. <laughs> so I just thought it was funny. And Izzy just was like, mom, that was just one of my like really vivid memories. You know, she's three years old and here I am trying <laughs> to chase after the tram, but I did not want to ride that tram. <laughs> so I don't know if that's like a mom fail or a mom rescue. A little bit of a fail as I like am trying to load my kids, but then I caught up. So that was awesome and awful and traumatized me for taking trams with young children. <laughs> Even like when you go to the airport and then you have to like switch planes and you have to go on like I think like Atlanta it's really big so you take you have to take like a train and you're just like keeping track of all your kids. Oh so nerve-wracking. I remember once when I was, like before I was married, I was living in Boston and there was this cute mom and she had a set of twins. And I would have to take the bus from work. And I just remember heading somewhere and this cute mom, she had these two twins on the bus and they were, there were two doors and she was getting out the back door. And so they were probably two because they were walking and anyway she gets the one out and the door closes <laughs> and all of us in the back are like stop luckily like the bus heard us and the bus stopped and the oh my gosh so stressful like how do we survive making sure our kids are alive oh so many just reminding me of a lot of stories I need to probably write down and share. <laughs> okay, my next story is definitely a rescue story, which is probably one of my favorite mom moments. Can I say of all time? I don't know if I want to say of all time because it was 10 years ago, almost 11 years ago. No, it was 11 years ago as of next month. Because I remember posting about this story on Facebook. So yesterday I looked up on Facebook to see like when it was. And it was June of 2010. So like 11 years ago, you guys. <laughs> so I hope that my best mom moment wasn't 11. Well, I hope I have other good mom moments. <laughs> but it was a great one. Okay, so... And one thing that I have to say, I'm going to say thank you to Facebook because it keeps like all your posts. And one thing that was great is I had 
like I was thinking about what had happened and it's easy to like morph into like I was thinking it was Millie and Sophie that kind of were most involved but now but as I was like remembering the story and then looking on Facebook I realized that Millie was just one years old and or you know like 18 months almost and so it was Sophie and Simeon that they're the main players of this story and you'll hear more about how it all happens but anyway so thanks Facebook for those memories even though I probably don't use it I don't know if I want to use it enough for that anyway <laughs> maybe this is my new mode of history keeping um okay so again 11 years ago and we're all it's summertime and we're all heading I'm taking all my kids to the library we love our library in fact I was just lamenting how it's been so long since I've been to our library our Euclid Public Library is just fantastic and they have this awesome children's area it's been a, like remodeled since but when my kids were little they just loved going they had comfy chairs and they had just these fun windows you could look out with puzzles and then you could just sit and grab all these books. So we would just go and we'd love to get books. And you could even get these like, um, it's you check out like a bunch of toys. It was just, it's still, it's such a fabulous library. So we loved going there. My kids loved going there. It was like the fun thing. And so we're going to the library. It's a happy time. And at the time, Simeon was way into like stuffed animals. And so he's about, this is 2010. He's about five years old. And he's also into like little tiny figures. And I don't even know where this little tiny animal came from, but it was literally the, this tiny, tiny seal. And it was, I don't know if it was from like a Polly Pocket thing, but it was literally no bigger than the size of a penny. But then it looks exactly like a three-dimensional seal, you know, like that lives in the ocean. And so Simeon has this little seal and he just walks around with it, you know. And a lot of times I didn't want them to bring that stuff into the library because it's so easy for them to just set it down somewhere and then forget it. And then we spend like 15 minutes just trying to look for their most favorite thing, which then they forget about because they set it down and get distracted by some other fun thing in the library. So for some reason, I don't know if I didn't know he had it. I mean, this thing is so tiny. Or that I just was like, all right, just keep track of your seal. So we're heading into the library. And we had a great time at the library. We got some books. And Simeon still has this little seal. And we're coming out of the library and heading back to the car. 
and everybody's super happy. And even like Sophie and Simeon, who even to this day are a little bit like hot and cold with each other. Like we love, I love you. I hate you. Blah, 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 blah. And so they're just like playing and, and he, Simeon has this tiny, tiny, minuscule little seal. And they decide that they are going to hold the seal together. Like each one is going to hold on to a little fin on the side. I don't even think <laughs> that's possible. Or it could have been that like Simeon was going to like let her hold it for a little bit. But from my memory, I think they were both trying to hold on to it together, which was great. But the problem with that is they decided to do it right over one of the sewer grates. And as they're both trying to hold on to it, it's so tiny that then neither of them can hold on to it. And it falls through the grate and is like floating there in the water. So happiness turns into chaos and sadness as they can see this little tiny seal toy floating there. <laughs> and I am like, oh my gosh, you guys, how did you drop this thing? <laughs> and Simeon's crying and Sophie feels bad. And, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. Am I going to rescue this thing? Am I going to, what, is this even worth this little piece of plastic? So I look in my car. First of all, I remember being grateful that we were sort of in a little side parking lot that wasn't like super busy. So that was one thing. And it wasn't too far from our car. So I put have to buckle Millie into her seat to try to make this happen. And I decide, well, I'm going to look and see what we have in our car and see if we can somehow reach this baby seal. <laughs> so I decide to make a rescue. And so I buckle Millie in so she's happy. I have the doors open and open up my trunk and I'm seeing what's in the car. And Luke had just finished his Cub Scout day camp and they had made a didgeridoo, <laughs> which we still have, mind you. And it is probably two and a half to three feet long, this didgeridoo. I'm like, oh my gosh, we got the didgeridoo in the car. Let's see if it can reach the seal. So we pull out the didgeridoo. And we see if we can reach. And it's not quite long enough. And so we're like, okay, what else can we use to get the seal? And so we find this plastic spoon. And then my son has this like lanyard from Cub Scout Day Camp that is like leather. So we take that apart and I wrap it around the spoon. From the Facebook post, it said like I... There was like an elastic band, which was in the car. So, so like had the elastic band and the like leather strip and I like wrapped it around 
Okay. So then, <laughs> then it's long enough. And so we put the didgeridoo and the spoon and we're trying to scoop up the baby seal the tiny tiny baby seal and the thing about the spoon is like you could pick it up but then trying to keep the seal on the spoon it kept on falling off so oh we're just like I don't know you guys I don't know if we can get it and they're just like oh we gotta try to get the baby seal and so then I look again in the back of my car and remember that one of my kids had just been to a birthday party and one of the birthday favors was a butterfly net. <laughs> so yes, the butterfly net, we attach that to the didgeridoo and we go over to try to get it through the grate. But then the like opening of the butterfly net is too wide, like you can't fit it in. So we decide we kind of like fold it in half so it can fit through, but a, leaving a little bit of an opening so we could scoop up the seal. And so we bend it. We're able to get that through. We scoop up seal and it is like, like I said, my really great hero moment of being a mom. Because there was cheering and we got the seal and everybody's happy and we have to wash off the seal because of where it was and everybody is so happy and it was such a moment. It was like rescuing. It was also my most macgyver creative moment of the time and we got baby seal. Now kind of the not the worst part of the story but later that day or that week my son Simeon goes to play at a neighbor's and loses seal there and we haven't seen him since so that was kind of sad like after the rescue and then <laughs> it could still be at my neighbor's house I bet you it is probably is my guess <laughs> If we wanted to go over there and go for a search. But the rescue of Seal was one of my quintessential moments as a mother. And there you are. <laughs> so you got to love being cheered by your kids for something you do. I don't know how often that happens. So... Those are my two stories for today. I am sure you've all had things like that happen. Well, I don't know. Maybe you've had stories like that that you have had happen. I could probably list a lot of mom fails. And I don't know if I'm going to have <laughs> an episode just about my mom fails. If you think of between wardrobe malfunctions or even forgetting things. I will have to say, I totally forgot one day there was like this VIP event, very important person in elementary school. They have a day where your kid can bring in someone. It's sort of like grandparents day, but if you don't have a grandparent in town or you can just bring anybody like a friend or an aunt and uncle or your mom and dad 
Anyway, totally forgot about the VFE day. <laughs> like I was home and I think my husband was supposed to go. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was not a good moment. <laughs> but I think we made it up by taking him out for ice cream or something after, which ended up being just as good. But yeah, there's just going to be times where you have that and then you'll have the mom rescue. And so I just think we're kind of like fails and rescues all in one. So just remember that. Okay, guys. <laughs> have a great week. Seriously, thanks so much for listening. And if you want to write a review or share this podcast, I would greatly appreciate it. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions, come by findingthefloor.com where I will have show notes and links for anything I've mentioned today. Special thanks to Seth Johnson for creating and performing the theme music. Come back next week and thanks for listening.